two, one. From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between, talking local and national sports, and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan, welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. Well, well, well. It's been far too long. It has been way too long. Uh, it's been, what, uh, probably over a month. It's been over a month, no question about it. We we talked about doing a show oh, two weeks ago, and I had it all written up, and uh, baseball got yeah. got in the way, which, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's expected Yeah, as we move along in the summer, summer months. It definitely is. It's... You know, one minute you're playing one place, another minute you're playing uh, somewhere else. And I, it just, you know, it is what it is. Um, I've, I'm not going to lie to you. I actually kind of missed it. Oh, yeah, so have I. I mean, it, and we missed a lot of good topics to talk yeah. about. But, you know, going forward, the season is starting to die down. Like, uh, we have uh, uh, we have a total of four tournaments left between two boys. So each kid's got two tournaments. Hmm. And then after that, we're... Um, you know, we had in the tryout season, and then, and then it's football. Nah, well, well football. They, they don't play football, but let's no, just say, football in here. Yeah, let's we'll, we'll just say <laughs> it. it, uh, uh, it it's going to be a little bit better. It's going to be. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be fun. I tell you right now. Yeah, we'll we'll get back to our regular schedule the closer to the end of the summer into into fall. We'll you know we're looking to go at least twice a week. But yeah. um, you know, you know, we cannot rule out that you know. Also, the the other challenge that the summer presents is boat time. Oh, no doubt, it's, it's, it's the other B. Yeah, boat time uh, is normally uh, <laughs> is it's 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 there. Uh, yep. You know, you've been out uh, a as you far can see my my nose. I look like Rudolph the Red Nose. You look here. like a fucking you look like a raccoon, dude. Yeah, I got I got some some redness going on. But no, I mean it's been uh, so. I mean it's not like it's been disappointing or you know re- reasons that we just haven't wanted to um to do anything it's just i mean time just gets in the mm-hmm. way and by the you know by the time we sit down and, and there's been times where we've written up some show notes and uh you know had a lot of things that we really wanted to talk about it kind of just got derailed we wanted to go this past weekend uh obviously it was a holiday weekend yeah. uh, it was a little tough but uh um, hot too oh god it was, <laughs> it was it was miserable we might have you, been, walk, you walk we, out the door swamp ass oh and it would have been it would have been brutal we might have had to take the easy speak indoors in the house of some air conditioning if we would have went over the weekend but oh yeah like today i mean it rained a little bit this afternoon had a nice little storm roll through but uh it it, it cooled it down so it's about not probably about 75 out but, yeah so it's not terrible it's it's muggy but it's, oh well it's it's manageable we got some fans going in here so speaking of fans I'm a fan of these Tigers. I <laughs> they're playing good baseball. Yeah, I it, it, I was watching the game today. They are fun, fun team to watch. They they compete. Uh, I went on uh, Saturday and uh, they absolutely laid the lumber to the White Sox, and and that was a huge series win for them because Chicago has, or as our good friend Bill says, Chicago, the Chicago. He uh, they have. Uh, had our number to say the least. I think what up until that series, they only beat them twice in the last like 22 games. Oh yeah, and uh, so them coming away with a series win really, uh, really propelled them. Is really good for their confidence and 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 taking two of three. And albeit Texas isn't a very good team, but that's a place they don't normally win. And no. they take two of three 
which um, go, was, goes to show you like the development of this team. And, and yeah, but let me th- let me ask you guys: Do you think that they are a contender for the playoffs? No. Yeah. Not, no. The the, the, the central uh, n- nobody's touching the White Sox. They're the a central. contender for five hundred. No. Yeah. If if they can get you know within a stone's throw of five hundred, I mean they're at what eight or seven right now. Um, yeah, but below, you know, if you look at what if you, I, the standings, you know, came out like since like May 2nd or something like that, you know, they're two games back out of, you know, they're two games back. Yeah. Well, I mean, so they've been playing some pretty damn good baseball and they're only, I think, yeah, I think it's two, two and a half games behind the leading team is the, the white Sox, And, and you know what? I think second place is, is, is doable because Cleveland is, uh, they've seemed to have really fallen flat. They've yeah. had a lot of injuries and. And so I, I think second place in the central is definitely doable. Uh, playoffs, mm, not likely. No. I, 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 maybe in a, in a year or two. But I like the direction they're going. The young guys they're bringing up are are making things happen. So did you, so did you see today's latest? You know, Spencer Turnbull is extended on the on the IL. I mean, yeah. you can't call it the DL, but we call it the IL. I, um, how Ian, Ian Kroll, they picked up his contract. Ian Kroll. That's a former, uh, that's a name blast from the past. Uh, Nico Goodrum comes off, off the, the IL, IL and then Daz Cameron goes yeah. on the IL. Yeah, it sounds like Daz is just, you know, cautionary, precautionary. Uh, Turnbull, it, it, that one a little uh, surprising for me. Uh, a forearm strain, it's a long time to be off for a forearm strain. And my guess is they're looking at him long term. Yeah, they're not. And they don't want to ruin him. Yeah. Um, They've got Scuba, who's, I mean, he goes tomorrow. I mean, he has, he has, his last five and six outings have been very productive. It seems like he's in a little bit of a role. Um, and now with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Peralta, who's, who's had two really good yeah, outings. The last two outings have been fantastic um, for him. I, I think Peralta's last outing was the deciding factor. Like, hey, let's shut this guy down. Let's get him ready for next year when, who knows? There might be an opportunity. Yeah, it, you know, and you know, the, the, the trading deadline comes up here uh, relatively quick on us. Um, it's only a couple of weeks away. Do you think they're going to be buyers or they're going to be sellers? I, I, or do you think they're going to stand put? I think two weeks ago they were they were going to sell, and so? and even had it written up on the show notes we were going to do. I had a whole list of players that more than likely would have been gone, but. What I read, John, t- Jonathan Scope. I thought for sure Scope, uh, two weeks ago, I was like, Scope, Grossman, there's a good chance he's going to yeah, be gone. I mean, I mean, he he was probably the AL MVP batting in the month of June. Um, look, look at this guy. Oh, we got look we at this get, guy. We got the boy JP swinging lumber like him. <laughs> I want to congratulate him. He, yes. He's going to be closing on his yes. first house, so he's, uh, he's going to be a homeowner. That's uh, very proud of the giant. That's a that's a that's a definitely it's a huge step. Uh, in the right direction. Very proud of him. So yeah, so you know, kudos to him for uh, you know, busts his ass, you know, works a ton of hours, and yep. good for him. So congratulations Absolutely. to you, JP. Absolutely. So Very anyway, proud. Let's Very get proud. let's get back to the Tigers, but but I I read uh, something today that basically said AJ Hinch was like, listen, don't don't think you're going to come and take from this team. He likes this team without paying um, without paying a hefty right. It's a, it's, a hefty it's, ransom. On yeah, it. it's yeah. gonna it's gonna come at a cost depending on who you get. But to me right now, um, I think they're going to stay in Pat. I, I don't see them buying. Yeah. I, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to add anything. No. Um, I think the off season, they're going to, they're going to try maybe target. They, they need, uh, you short know, stuff. short has been playing. Okay. At short. I mean, 
no pun intended. But, <laughs> but, but he's, I would he's he's your stopgap for the year, and I think next I would year, put him at second. I I like him. I, I like too. him. Yeah, a no, lot. I like him. No, I, I do too. I, I think uh, he's an example of the young guys that they've they've brought up just to kind of like fill a gap or fill a hole. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, filling holes. Yep. Yeah. And, and got his cock clean. He's producing. And, yeah, he and just like uh, Haas. Yeah. That guy. You, you can't, you can't sit him down. No, nope. he has been nothing but productive. He's handled the pitching staff better than any catcher on this staff. Uh, in, uh, inside the park home run on on Saturday. <laughs> I was there. He's, he's a gamer and he's local and, and it's, it's really a, a good story to watch. To see, he's an old school type baseball player. He's, yeah, he just grinds he, it out. Yep he he goes to the to the field every day and he, and and he gives it one hundred and ten percent. Reminds me a lot of Curtis Granderson, who you know from his rookie year to the last year. I mean, he he played the game like he was a kid. So that I mean, I he is uh, somebody that you you might be able to build around. And then you have um, uh, Wilford Brimley. <laughs> Rogers behind the play with the, the Ron Ron Jeremy yes stash. with the mustache John um, Holmes he's stash. he's uh he's when needed to he's he's filled in uh, yeah, behind the plate he's made some big hits yeah and I think it was I the other day I was reading I was like man I was playing Jake Rogers I'm like what happened to Wilson I didn't know they cut Wilson well, they, yeah, they, well I'm like wow once Haas uh came on the scene and there was no way they were setting him down that was it yeah they, they showed him his papers and uh that was the end of that experiment. He he couldn't he couldn't hit or catch. That, so that was uh, not a loss whatsoever. So since we're talking about baseball, one of the hottest topics right now in baseball is Trevor Bauer. That's I mean that is one of the. Well, and I I was at uh, Dave Stewart came out the other day and said he was he's like I'm not going. They were supposed to be going to some fortieth. Anniversary thing for the Dodgers and everything like that, and he's like, "I'm not, I'm not going." He's like, "The Dodgers, the Dodgers waited for Major League Baseball to put him on paid administrative mm -hmm. leave." Yeah, he's like, "Listen, that's not how." I mean, regardless of whether it's uh, consensual, whether um, what you know, it, you have to treat it this way. You have to treat the man as if he's innocent until he's proven guilty. Um, but and they, but in this in this day and age. Uh, with texting, with photographs, with this, that, um, it, it, it really is some situations you look at. It's like, well, you look at the guy and you're like, eh, he might, he might be guilty. And here's well, my thing is, if you lay your hands on a woman in the in the fashion that she has uh, definitely um, accused him of, and they're investigating him, well, you know a, what? There's a picture on in the back of yeah. her. They cover her eyes and whatever, but. Um, she looks pretty ravaged. And if you remember, I think it was a year or two ago, he came out and basically uh, said that it's his way or yeah. fuck out. Yeah, pretty that much. He, he, is, uh, he makes the rules and, and, and you're, you're with me and uh, you're going to do as I say, not do as I do. And he, he is infamous for kind of being an asshole and a misogynist pig. So, you know what this this story it could come true. What I don't like about it is that, that it happened twice. I mean, if if yeah, that's, if you get choked out during sex is is what the allegation is. Um, why would you go back for round two? Yeah, 
And then some of the other things, which I'm not going to discuss on the show because it's just not, that's not the direction we want right. to go. We just want to say that, you know what? I agree. I, I, I agree with Dave Stewart. The, yep. the Dodgers should have suspended him. Well, as soon as news broke, they, they, they should have took they, him they out. Should, of well, they, well, they made him skip a start and they're like, oh, he's going to yeah. start. And then yeah. Major League Baseball said, no, nah, he's going to go out and administrate, but he's still getting fucking he's getting paid. paid. He's still getting he's paid. He's getting paid. You know, and Dave Stewart even said, he goes, write the man a check and, and let him go well, on his way. Let him walk. I mean, the Dodgers had to have or known. Or as Terry Foster say, let that let bitch, bitch walk. walk. Let that bitch walk. Uh, the Dodgers had to have known. Um, he was a hothead in Cleveland. He was a basket case. Uh, the incident in Cincinnati. Yep. When he turned around and he threw the ball into the stands yep. from the pitcher's mound. Yeah. Um, he's a loose cannon. He a is. hell of a pitcher, pitcher, but he's somebody that you know what you're getting ahead of time. Yeah. And and the Dodgers knew exactly they did what they were getting here. They're like, well, we're getting a hell of a pitcher and we're gonna take our chances on the the rest of it afterwards. And We'll we'll cross that bridge when we have to, and they're in the middle of the bridge right now. And you know, and in my view on this, and I'm sure you agree with me just well. All facts come out, and you know, like right now, I my thing is is uh, given the guys, um, you know, just this is the way he handles himself. You're like, yeah, you could probably see he could do that. He would do something like that. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's pictures, there's text messages. Uh, and other things that are in play. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not looking good for him, even he, though he said he can. The Dodgers need to wash their it. hands. Oh, I'd be right gone. now. I'd be gone of him. Um, similar situation to uh, AB, Antonio Bryant. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he was out of football until pretty much, I, I think. He paid some money. Yeah. But, you know, nobody wanted to touch him until, you know, there was a, a, a clear indication that that his troubles were in the past. Uh, Bauer, I mean, if, if if it is true what he said, you know, with the text messages and whatnot, um, what a fucking idiot. Oh, he's a, like you said, in this day and age where a, he, everything is under the mark, uh, microscope, why would you even think about pressing send on a text message that could didn't he that, meet, didn't he meet her on like instagram or something like that he probably he's a super douche and, and i could see him being on tinder or bumble or some bullshit like that meeting meeting girls in in different cities but he's yeah he's a troublemaker a hell of a pitcher but it, it doesn't hide the fact that he's a he's a piece of shit and and if if you know these allegations are true you'll never see him pitch again or if you do It'll be it'll be somewhere far far away. I I don't see any big market team taking a chance no. on him because there would be too much negative press. Oh, to go along with it. Can you imagine what would happen if he if something it, he's out? It's kind of well. Just think of it like this way. Look at look at Michael Vick. Michael Vick had mm. one of the uh, worst perceptions of oh, him man. after his uh, his dog yeah. fighting. He served his time. He. You know, he yeah, he served his time, he paid, you know, everything like that or whatever. He paid his debt to society, paid, no he, question about he, it. He paid exactly. And but he still he, he it, still looked at. He still struggled every single mm -hmm. year 
uh, afterwards. Yeah. You know, he'd go to a new town. That, that cloud over. Him yeah. It's and, just, it's just a black cloud. And, 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 you know, looking back at Michael Vick, he's, he's donated so much money and time to the humane societies yes. and, and, and to, to fight the one thing that he was guilty of doing. You yeah. Know, dog fight. He owned with. it. He owned oh, it. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and he's a better person now after i think you know i think a lot of people don't realize what they do it's about you know and a lot of it is you get some of these guys out there and you pay them an exorbitant mm -hmm. amount of money they're invincible they get they get caught up in um a lot of different things sure that they sh that you know at they, the at the time yeah oh yeah, yeah oh yeah let's do this or whatever then after the fact he's probably man I, i'm the dumbest he's probably i am I'm, I'm, I'm the dumbest motherfucker in the room or you see um a lot of athletes can't say goodbye to their oh, their boys, old people, their boys. Yeah, you know the wherever they came from. And, well, um, you, I mean, look at I mean, uh, it's not just sports, but it's music. Look at oh, sure. Look at uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, MC Hammer. MC, just, MC Hammer. MC Hammer had his, MC Hammer. He had, he had his whole crew. Oh, and just was kept paying him thirty five million dollars, and he was gone. Yeah, and he Mike was, Tyson, yeah, and he wasn't. Yeah, he's making oh. nothing. Yeah, so it's sad. So on that note, let's just move on from from this. And but back everything to the like Tigers, that. really quick. Um, do you think their success, and I'll call it a success, because I don't think any of us here would have predicted that they would be even uh, in the in the same um, area code as of a five hundred record. Do you think AJ Hinch is making the difference here? Uh, I think it is a combination of AJ Hinch and who he's brought in. We uh, lost Chip Hale. Chip Hale just yeah, uh, but, took the job at University of Arizona. But but uh, you got, George Lombard. Yeah. And, and then you got uh, Fetter. Fetter, Chris Fetter, who was the Michigan pitching coach. You got one of the best minor league uh, hitters. Who Chris Fetter is from the Vanderbilt. Tree, coaching tree and and uh vanderbilt is pitcher you so um couldn't have picked a better pitching coach i mean young and up and coming yeah. and and yeah i agree uh he surrounded himself with uh successful i mean lombard won a world series with the yeah. with the dodgers so so he surrounded himself but yeah i i, I mean and, and I, I definitely you know it it, it even resonates from you know the from Major League Baseball, minor league baseball, all the way down to my kids' baseball. Mm -hmm. You have to have a coach who uh, is positive. Yep. And you have to have a coach that's been there. Is been there. He's experienced the up yep. and downs. He's been here. He's experienced the, the downs yeah. here. But it, it, you and but you also need a coach who finds a way to relate with his players to build them up. Mm -hmm. And get the best out of him, and I think that's what AJ Hinch is doing right now this year in Detroit. He's taking, and we don't have showstoppers. No. I mean, even Miguel Cabrera is not a showstopper anymore. Yeah. He's Although he's he used to be one of the fearless hitters oh, in the yeah. league, not so much anymore. He but he is showing promise. I yeah, I want I, him, I want him to get the next six home runs. I want yeah. him to get five hundred home runs. <laughs> I want him to get his next. But do, do they sit him? I want him to get his next. I want to get his next seventy. Uh, you know, his next seventy hits, so he gets to three thousand. Yeah. And I'd like him to say, hey, everybody, my Hall of Fame career is done. Thank you, Detroit. I'm, I'm going to Miami. You guys have a good one. Um, so, yeah, I, I think a lot of it is with A.J. Hens. I, I think he, uh, he's pulling the right strings. But, you know, it, well, it, here's the thing is, 
he has a lot, just like we're talking about with black clouds. He has a black cloud over mm -hmm. his head because he was part he of was trash code, gate, trash gate yep. gate. But if you look trash at trash can gate, say. yeah, trash gate, can garbage, gate. yeah, garbage, garbage can gate. You look at what he was able to do in Houston. He took a team, yeah, who was very young, homegrown, and within three years they they won a World Series. I mean, they went from the worst team in baseball to a World Series championship in two seasons. But at the time, but here's the thing: is he walked into that situation because they had a deep. And I mean, deep an farm absolute system. deep farm system. Mm -hmm. The Tigers have a deep farm system they right do now. Not. Finally, 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 after Dave Dombrowski uh, mm. pillaged it, yeah, you know, sold his soul to the devil and got rid of everything. Should have won. Oh, I know we should have won two at least three. two or three, exactly. But yep, I think he is the real. Um, but you got to admit, I mean, you do what you have to do to a bring a winner and b put asses in the seats and and for you know seven eight years man that was a hot ticket going going down to going down to the copa was 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 oh. must see tv and, and speaking of the copa since you brought that up one of the things we want to talk about is uh, for those who are not in michigan that that watch and listen um our, you know our restrictions got lifted on the 22nd yes. of june thank you i went to my first tiger game on saturday and let me tell you something it was probably, uh, it was, I, I went there and I enjoyed the show. I spent, it was obviously I was with my kids. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And you can tell that the players on the field enjoyed having Yo, fans back oh, in. Ryan, uh, my son is a, um, he's like a savant. We go to a hockey game. The kid c comes home with three pucks. We go to a baseball game. He comes home with two baseballs. <laughs> it's like the kid. Uh, you know, he's always screaming. You know, he got he Adam Eaton got a ball from Adam Eaton. He oh, got one from uh, Brighton, baby. Uh, he got one from Garcia, the one who had an absolute bomb. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so here's another thing since we've been gone, we got some new equipment here. We got some new mics. Yeah. So the mics, you know, we got yeah, some hopefully new, we're sounding a little bit better. We got some boom, a little mics. more clear. Yeah. And, um, oh, so yeah, we got they some look nice, better than the, yeah. the old ones. The old ones did their job. Oh no, they, they did their job. Served their purpose. I just got an absolute unbelievable deal on these, and you know, I thank the guy very much. So, yep. I mean, hey, yeah, hey, Bobby, hey, Bobby, Bobby, yeah. So, <laughs> the Pistons, mother, mother scratcher. Yeah, um, this is like the first time we've had the first pick overall since like nineteen seventy. It was uh, um, Bob Lanier. Yeah, it was Bob Lanier. That was in what fifty-one years ago. Yeah. Old. Why do I know that? Because you're old. Yeah, you're, yeah you're right. it was before I was born. Yeah. Well, it was before I was born too. Eh, but, you're closer though. But, but yeah, so you know, talk talk about a young team. Yep. Who Troy Weaver's done it unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I I honestly think in the next couple of years, I think the two teams I can probably, and I'm not a gambling person, you know, so a gentleman's bet or something like that. Uh, if you want to take any of the other teams in Detroit. Um, I, I think it's going to be the Pistons or the Red Wings that are going to be competing for a championship in the next five years. I think I think it's safe to say they're all very young and their ceiling is very high and they have potential. Uh, but with Troy Weaver, he went in here with a front loader and he just started axing people. Just unloaded. Uh, just, just you're, unloaded. you're gone. Bye. Get the fuck out. 
you're gone. Just get him off my books. Um, but let me ask this question. So do you think Troy, we, so every time Tom Gorris comes into town, oh, T-shirt time. Do you think he just takes them and gags them, bound, and gags them <laughs> and puts them in a coat closet the entire time <laughs> he's here so he doesn't fuck anything up? He, he takes them down to Greek Town and uh, in the alley and throws a bag of cocaine and he just, you know, buries himself in it for two days while he goes and uh, makes the moves that this team's needed for the last five years. Well, they need to get rid of him. They need to get Gores away from this team. And, and you know, as much as I am not a big fan of uh, Matt Ishbia, I would like to see his uh, fandom of basketball come into play here. And I know he's he's got a nut against... Uh, his boy um, Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. Oh yeah. Uh, so I I like to see him jump into the mix in the uh, the Detroit sports game, which you know there might be an opportunity for that. But uh, Troy Weaver, the question I had is he the best GM in the city in this town right now with the moves that he's made and his his fearless attitude? Like, yeah, I know it's early. I uh, it's it's early. But here's the thing is relatively new we have three relatively uh new you know gms yeah. we got brad holmes we have eiserman and we got troy you still got l avila 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 which he's gotta go but, uh, but you know what but he's he's I, i'm just glad that he's I'm glad that they built the farm system up because they do have some really good, um, they do have some farm stuff like that. I think out of the three mentioned so far, the one I'm most impressed with is obviously Troy Weaver. And I'm not a basketball guy at all. No, you're not. And, and I'm not. I and, was writing the show today and I got, I got two, two basketball uh, topics uh, scheduled, but um, look at his draft last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what he was able to do, he's got two, two uh, all rookies, mm -hmm. and he's got one that was second team all rookie, and it just, uh, and now you've got the number one pick, who clearly it's Cade Cunningham, who you could build the team off yeah. of. Uh, he's a dynamic number two with Killian Hayes. If you, <laughs> I'd like to have him sit down with Chauncey Billups. For about a weekend and, and here this is how you play the point guard position you you're the floor general yeah but chauncey's not gonna uh, talk to anybody he's, now. he's in portland now but he's not gonna talk to anybody now watch chauncey billups game tape he'll show you how to play the point guard position yeah when you need to shoot you shoot when you don't you you direct traffic and when you have a player like cunningham who i think he's gonna be you know Night number one, he's going to be starting, and he's going to be effective because that's just the type of player he is. He's a very dynamic. Absolutely, he's a very dynamic player. He he can he he definitely moves the ball up and down the court. They're going to make well. each other better. I mean, yeah. they're he's. I mean, he's putting the pieces around, and it, I, it's exciting. It, it is. It's, it's really exciting to watch. They need. They're you know they got Jeremy Grant. I might um, even go to a game. <laughs> go, go that's see. a stretch. <laughs> Go see uh, what's his name down there, the, the announcer. God damn it, Mason. Mason. I gotta yeah. hate Mason. I hate Mason. <laughs> the, the only thing I liked of Mason is when he did the last time that Kobe was in Detroit. Oh yeah, I well, thought I thought that he really that was, did. 
we played Kobe justice yep. on that. We've we played, played that, it on yeah, here before. That was, that was good. Other than that, yep. I can't. I, I just can't. It's an old bit, but I mean, how do you move on? They've had some great. I mean, it went. It was Kenny Calvert. Yeah, Kenny Calvert with the Joe Do Mars yep. call. They've. I mean, hell, there's only had been two of them in the last. I know. You know, thirty years. Yeah. You know, but I, Mason's there. He he pumps people up. Yeah. So oh, that's, sure. that's what he's there for. He, he's good. He represents the city, and I think I think you know that's good for the team. So I like yeah. the direction they're going as well. And and with the number one pick, I think the the toughest thing is going to be. Um, I saw something today that the the Pelicans were were coming after the Pistons for their to get the pick, but man, it would, it would cost them you'd have an to give, arm and a leg to give up that. Pick. You'd have you, to give the farm up for that. You, you can't take, you can't let yeah, but don't a situation th- like that go. But the Pelicans have, uh, well, they got Zion. Yeah. That's going to say they got Zion. They got Zion. And, and I mean, I tell they, you right now, if you can't, if you can't build a team around that guy, something you, tells me Zion's a bit of a head case. I think, so? I think he's a prima donna, you know, cause I don't know. I could be wrong. There's a he's lot a, of them like he's that, an but, unbelievable basketball player, but, I don't know. We'll but see. If, but if, will uh, I tell you, but if you talk to our employees at the OC, they'll say his card is on fire. Well, <laughs> shout out to the OC. The OC and the OC is coming up. Uh, I think next week they're going to be yeah. back on. I'm, um, I'm sure their fans are uh, jumping think, at the bit. Well, I think they'll be on for one week, and then I think they're going to be off another week because uh, uh, Coach Pat's going to be in uh, Cooperstown. Oh, oh yeah. So they'll be in Cooperstown. Yep. So, yeah, so on the other basketball front, the big man. Yeah. He said, uh, he, he said, I'm going to go to the draft. And he's like, yeah, I, I, I think I should stay back another year. And so everybody's saying that uh, everybody on the Twitter verse and being from Michigan, all of our, a lot of our Twitter followers are fans yep. of the maize and blue. Sure. They're like, Oh, all right. We're going to compete for a national championship this year. Well, I don't think there's any question. Um, they're going to be top five. Yes, uh, with the draft class they do have coming in and the pieces that they draft still class, have. Recruiting class. Recruiting there class. I'm sorry. Remember, and the, we can't draft. Hey, but you know what? Those a lot of them get paid on their likeness now. So it, yeah, yep. it's a draft. Which comes into my next point. Um, are you going to start seeing more and more upper echelon college athletes sticking around a little longer because they can profit off of their name? Yeah. I, By all I, means. I, and I believe this went into the decision making for Hunter Dickerson. I do think Dickinson, sorry. I think he kind of threw his hat in the mix to see, all right, where, where am I going to go? Um, yeah. And if it was outside the, you know, the, the 10 to 15 range, mm-hmm. eh, I'll wait. Now that's what Wagner should have done. I, I mean, Wagner's, <laughs> but his draft uh, prospects I've seen as high as, Five, seven. Really? I I I don't see it. He's, I don't either. He's his brother 2.0. Um, his he's brother very immature. His brother just took off to Europe to play. Yep. Because he's been he played on like 15 teams this last season. Yeah. But he, he took off to go play uh, overseas. He doesn't have the size yet. I I think he's got the 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 potential to be a hell of a defender shooter. I think he's got lots of skills that another year in the college game would have really benefited him. But I think Dickinson is uh, – you're going to see the reason why Wagner should have stayed. You're, you're going to see Dickinson really benefit from another year. Uh, maturity, number one, under uh, uh, Juwan Howard, I almost called him yeah. Desmond. <clears throat> Desmond. Um, uh, which, going into the NBA, I think maturity is huge. 
because you're you're faced with a lot of temptation. Yeah, and like and, we just talked about, yeah. hanging out with your boys. Oh, absolutely. And uh, well, I mean, you think about this. Uh, Wagner lived in Ann Arbor in a house his brother within, bought for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Why leave? But yeah. but then again, if they're telling you that, and where do they got them projected? Going yeah. to Golden State. You know what? In Golden, Going to Golden State. Yeah, they love Michigan players at Golden State. But, oh, that's my brother's. Yeah, my brother. You're right. Yeah, he's playing for the German national team. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, in the Olympics. So yeah, he's he's definitely gonna be doing that. Derek, thanks for watching. Well, yeah, good to, good to see you chiming in a little bit instead of just being a spectator. <laughs> but no, but I mean, I'm excited for Michigan basketball. And again, I'm I'm a more of a college basketball guy than I am a a, a pro. But I, I am all for the pride. I, I I'm all for. I'm all for the collegiate athletes not living in poverty sure. while they're, while they're playing basketball while the NCAA is yeah, just I actually mean, making money hand over fist. Oh, it's fuck what anybody says. Well, they're getting a scholarship. Yeah, they're getting they're yeah, getting a scholarship. A scholarship's not going to put food in their stomach. Uh, I've and watch the Fab Five. Listen to uh, uh, Jalen Rose talk about how uh, ramen noodles was like a delicacy. Well, because well, they didn't have any. Well, do you, do you remember seeing the the meals that they had uh, for when they put them in quarantine this past year? Oh. It was terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't feed that to my dog. No. It was it was like the worst school lunch you've ever had. Oh, it was terrible. I'd be honest with you. I think the the school lunches are yeah. better than they than, may than be. what it was. They so. may have been. But yeah, so paying their money. So that's yep. what I'm saying. So. Yep. And I yeah. And I think money. I think college, the NCAA as a whole will will benefit from it because they're going to get players that, you know, might say, Hey, I'm, I'm going to leave after my sophomore season. Eh, I'm going to stick around for another year. Yeah. And I think the sport will benefit. And number two, uh, the, the pro leagues, especially the NBA, which is very watered down. And a lot of kids that think they can make it in the pros. They just, they, they never do. Um, I think it'll help with that. So they're going into the league with some more maturity and a little more skill set. Uh, it, that's gonna it's gonna benefit both ends. Well, I think by I, I honestly think by the um, the NCAA allowing players to to get paid these these guys who are like coming from high school, they're like, should I go to the G League? Oh, wow. You're gonna come to find out that you'll probably make more money for your likeness you in college than you are gonna be. You might than you are gonna be making. I mean, in there's the G two. League. There's two guys in the uh, top ten projected draft that are coming out of the G League, and I don't know. I don't know. I well, there's that one kid. Um, he is a. I think he's a. Miami or something. He's a running back recruit. He's already committed, and he and he pulled out of his senior season. Wow. God, what school? I forget what school he goes to. Um. But he's he's a he's not he pulled out of high school completely. He's gonna do like online school, and he's not gonna play his senior year in high school because he doesn't want to um, injure himself uh, going into college. So he's gonna prepare himself for college and take a year off. But to me, but here's <laughs> so if I was a coach and I was a coach and recruiter, where's your dedication? Exactly. Uh, so are you gonna do the same thing when? Uh, it's your sophomore year and you had a pretty solid, you know, or your, your freshman year, you had a hell of a freshman year. You're going to be like, well, I, I can't go to the draft. I'll just, yeah, 
I'll just sit out a year and then and then get ready for the draft. Yeah, I think that's horseshit. I think they're setting a pre bad precedent, but and I don't think too many kids will follow that suit. But yeah, I mean, I just I don't I don't buy it, but uh, whatever. But I, I'm glad yeah. to see that they're making money and everything sure. like that. And sure. So one of the other big sports that's going on right now. I mean, the Stanley Cup Finals, game game five, game five yeah. going on right now. Oh yeah. Um. It was uh, definitely uh, fun watching the last game. I actually stayed up to watch it. Anderson with that goal. Oh. Um, good for the, good for those fans. See all those people oh, no. outside. Okay, so what did they what did they release the restriction? What did they allowed like seventy five hundred fans, if that? Yeah. And they got thirty thousand crammed nuts to butt outside. Yeah, I, I don't. I just don't understand that. But. Um, so awesome to see for those Canadian fans that you know they got one win, which is which is great. But hey, here's the thing: is they don't have to be they will they will not be known as the team that the uh, the last team that got swept in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Which, by the way, the Red Wings own that because they did sweep the Capitals in '98. Oh, yes. So that was the yep. last Stanley Cup sweep, and that was the back to back, back to back '97, '98, which there could be. Another back-to-back, -back, which it was the last back-to-back, -back, wasn't it? I believe so. No. Didn't they win it? it? The Red Wings are the last team to go back-to-back. -back. Are you sure? I believe It wasn't so. Pittsburgh, was it? No. Oh, no, Pittsburgh, because, Pittsburgh won, lost, and won again. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, well, it could be. So I think it was the Red Wings were the last team to go back-to-back, -back, and now... Yeah, um, but, you know, the th here's the thing. We were talking about GMs and everything like that. Look at how, look at how well Eisenman la laid, laid the foundation for them. I mean, granted, I'm sure he had a... He had some help, but sure. God damn, you know. He brought in, I mean, if you look at that team, brought in a lot of Russians. Yeah. He brought in a lot of guys, European players, and and he he used the skill sets that he played alongside with. And and that's kind of the model that he used. And yeah. And um, but they've they're definitely the better team. Uh, they went into Montreal and put well, put the wood to them. In well, let me tell three. you the reason why they're the better team. They're goalie. No. This is the reason why they're the better team. They're fucking twenty million dollars over the salary cap. Oh yeah, you were you were talking about that. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. They're, let, yeah, they're let playing. They're playing uh, dirty pool. Let me tell you, you cannot allow a team to be twenty million over a cap in the playoffs no. because they had their best player set out the in, the entire season and was that to prep him for the playoffs who knows yeah. but i mean he's fucking tearing it up in the well, playoffs let's just say his first game did he not score a hat trick I or think, two yeah. games yeah his first game after missing the entire season yeah that's bullshit i they, the league needs to look at it they need to change it um it's that's happened twice in the last i'd say 10 years because 10 or 15 years because the blackhawks did the same thing with oh. patrick kane bullshit Mm -hmm. Every team should maintain a salary cap through the entire because I will tell you right now, if that was the case, it would be a, a way different. It'd be, well, it'd be a whole different landscape. Take Kucherov off the team right now. No, they could play Kucherov, but you gotta, but you gotta shed down. You gotta shed down twenty million dollars to get under the cap. And, and there's guys under the radio like Coleman and Goodrow and and, th and those and, guys have been playing good. So. Point. Who? I mean, let's face it. No, they're stacked. Next to Vasilevsky, Braden Point's your 
Oh yeah, probably your he's your con. Your con's yeah. mind. Oh, he's your con for sure. Because I mean, he he went nine games in a row. Yeah, with uh, with a goal. Yep. I mean, second all time, and yeah, for sure. I mean, he's 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 you know he's a third and fourth line grinder. But I'll tell you right now, hats off to the uh, Canadians yeah. for winning Game Four in spectacular fashion. And you go back um, to you go back to Game Five in the first round against uh, uh, hashtag nineteen sixty seven bitch. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Shout out to Sean. Um, they looked absolutely defeated. Yeah. But then since that next game, they, I mean, it completely different team. They have confidence. They've got veteran leadership with, with uh, Perry and Shea Weber and, and Carey Price decided Stahl. to be, yeah, Carey Price decided to be uh, all world goalie again. And, you know, it's good. I mean, it's good for hockey to have a Canadian team in the Stanley Cup Finals. I, I, I think it's great. It's great for the sport. It's great for their country. And, and it's, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, the the series might come to an end tonight. But you know what? They've battled. They've they've been out shooting Tampa Bay uh, in almost every game. So I mean, they're not laying down. That's no. for sure. They're they're going and competing every game and. And you know if they can if they can squeeze out one game the old the old adage of one game at a time if they can win tonight go back home it, you never know what what could happen it's, that's the exciting thing with the Stanley Cup yeah it, and and it's 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 almost like football almost like any given Sunday but when the playoffs all bets are off one crazy I mean, bounce abs absolutely all bets are off Let's just go back to that overtime the game you know bounced off the wall and the, uh, Anderson. Uh, off balance, just he pretty much. His, he pretty much dove and yeah, swung the stick at, at the last the last possible opportunity. He he's he's shot the puck and there it went. Yeah. That's game. You know, now we we're getting on a plane and we're flying home. But did you hear that the mayor of Tampa, uh, took to Twitter and he said, uh, "Let let the Canadian fans have have one win. Let, let let's bring it home and win it here." Well, you, you well, well, did you did you hear that the Canadian government? They asked if their families could come in, and they said, "Nah." Oh, no, yeah, they were. They kept showing. <laughs> like, uh, nah. They showed their wives because they're all uh, their wives and everything were all in uh, Tampa, Emily, and uh, I think that's kind of that's kind of bush league, but whatever. It's Canada. Yeah, it's Canada. It's Canada, and it you know blame Canada. <laughs> what would Brian Boitano do? As South Park would say. Blame Canada. Yeah. So I'm not even going to talk about the NBA finals right now. Maybe, what, one maybe quick, next, maybe one, next week. One quick thing about the NBA finals. Uh, I'm so glad it's two small market teams, the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Two that, teams that nobody at the start of the year even farted on to think that they were going to make outside of Giannis. Uh, not a chance. Yeah. So I think that's an indication that the super team might be on its way out, which to me has destroyed the NBA. I hope so. God, I so hope so. You have a lot of lot of teams that are building. They're building and they're making smart decisions uh, with the players they bring in and the coaches. And this is old school, old school basketball. Reminds me of the Pistons Spurs the last time the NBA was good. <laughs> Moving on. So, so, but what one of the you know let's. We're going to bounce around just a little bit because we're going to be running up close to the time limit for us that we want to go. But I, one of the things I do want to talk about is if anybody on here has the Detroit News app on their phone, delete it. 
absolutely fucking deleted. Because last weekend, Rocket Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage Classic. Oh, Phil Mickelson comes into town, and for good reason. He's like, "Look, Coming I'm going to come off in." A huge, huge U.S. Open win. Yeah, or Masters or whatever. He U.S. Was. Open. US yeah, Open. I'm going to come to Detroit. It's great. They're doing great things here. I'm going to try to raise some capital, uh, charity, you know, investments for them. Hopefully, it parlays over into my fund and everything like that. And this fucking bozo from the news puts out just by chance puts out an article the same weekend that he's in town a fucking smear thing about the first day about about him him gambling 20 years ago 20 years ago oh well he was in a he was in a, a deposition or something like that or he was in who cares it was 20 fucking years ago hey my personal opinion uh who gives a shit yeah. because you can you can go right down to greek town and put whatever money you want to put on whoever mm -hmm. Or you can go to any sports book and do it. Hey, what hey, a fucking what a what a fucking you, you smear go right job. here, yeah, and bet anywhere. It doesn't matter if you're a pro or not. What a fucking what a, what a fucking smear job that was. Now, what did the the Detroit News get some backlash from that? Have oh, did dude, they did they was, shit can this this? Idiot no, guy? he's no, he's probably still around. He he's one of them fucking slime ball investigative reporters, Ugh. at you know. You know, I'm not saying right now you had to dig real deep to find this because they fucking spelled his last name wrong in the deposition. What was the, the purpose? Like, what, what did he have to gain to bring in, you know, clicks? Uh, clearly, it's all clicks. Clearly, Mickelson being there was a huge draw because all weekend it was uh, everybody wanted to I see mean, Phil. It, it was packed to the, to the gives. At at Bell Isle, or I mean, not Bell Isle, the at, Detroit, the, at the yeah. Detroit uh, uh, Golf Club or wherever they played. Um, so clearly, people wanted to see him play. Yeah, it's and Deshambeau and you know the other couple that are you know big names yeah. in golf. But it's like you release an article like that, like the day, the, mm -hmm. like the day or two after he gets there, and. And everybody's like, oh, Phil's being a bitch for not wanting to come back. You know what? No, he's not. You know what? Fuck you. If that's the way they're going to treat exactly. him exactly, I, I don't, I don't disagree hey, with let, it at all. So, and I, I, you know, I'll end on this right now. I know he won't even listen to this show, but Phil Mickelson, please come back to Detroit. That's oh, the sure. first and foremost. The second thing is, is we need Phil Mickelson mm -hmm. more than Phil Mickelson needs Detroit. Oh, absolutely. If, if you want to, I mean, we always were on the the golf scene when you know they had the. Uh, was at the Davis Cup? Yeah, they you know played in in Bloomfield there down Telegraph. They had that there and 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 it ever since then they there was no there was no tournament here until the it was uh, Oakland Oakland Hills Oakland Hills, Oakland yeah. Hills yeah. So and then there was a lot of years where we didn't have golf tournament. I mean this is this state is known for golf. Yeah, and and it, there's not a, a a a PGA or a senior P, LPGA tour, but. Not much of a draw, which, you know, unfortunately, um, but to big golfers, the PGA needs to be in Detroit. Yeah. And I think it's a great thing that they have a big time tournament in the city that the, and you, you go ahead and you, you make a bonehead story and you pretty much push the top five name in golf right now to say, I'm not coming back. Yeah, it's just it's bullshit. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Um, and for the record, I do not have that app. 
I, I don't have it either. <laughs> I don't have that or the Freep. <laughs> oh, me neither. Uh, there's only one person I'll follow on the Freep, and that's Burkett. That's it. <sighs> I won't follow anybody else. Absolutely. But Burkett. But anyway, so uh, UFC uh, 164 this weekend. That would be 264. Oh, 267. 267. 164. 264. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to read my notes. They're all the way over here. Yeah, they'll be right there. 264. Well, maybe talking about me being old. Maybe that time's hey, you, hey, wear, hey, you wear glasses already. I don't. <laughs> but you know that's coming up. Whatever the uh, the trilogy between Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. I honestly think if McGregor loses, I think he's going to hang him up. It, it's time. It, it, and, yeah. It, and it, to me, if if the last fight's any indication, I, I, it might go faster this time. Yeah. I I mean. I think they, they've been they've been the now the second fight or whatever it was very respectful back and forth and everything like that and fucking got his ass whipped and then well I think the first one he he, he was respectful to a point and then he started talking his he shit. was more respectful than he normally is yeah because I think he saw how hard Poirier has trained oh, and, yeah. and and just looking at him from the first fight yep to the second fight that was a that's a different human being. Oh, uh, and his game has definitely uh, evolved a lot. Oh, absolutely, a lot. So if if Connor can shut his mouth first off, mm -hmm. and you know, to the lead up, which I don't know if he can, um, it he's got a chance. I mean, look what he did against Cowboy two or three fights ago. I mean, he he was coming off a bad loss, and I don't think anybody gave him much of a chance. That fight lasted forty seconds. Oh, between him and Cowboy. Yeah, because he came in and he just he he put the naysayers to bed, and 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 I don't hear that. Yeah, but wasn't that, but wasn't it like Cowboy's like fourth fight in like? Six oh yeah, months? he was a fighting whore, no doubt about it. And I think I, he's only fought once after that. But um, yeah, but I I haven't heard a whole lot of um, you know, he doesn't have a chance or he's gonna kick his ass. I haven't really heard that. It's been pretty radio silent from both camps. Poirier is, is quiet to begin with. He's not going to run his mouth. But um, <laughs> I think now that Connor was the number one paid athlete of 2020. Yeah. Uh, well, which, you know what? The guy's, been, the guy's done pretty well for himself. Well, he just sold his uh, proper his, 12. Yeah, proper proper number 12. He just sold that. But he's probably still a spokesman. For oh, that. I'm sure he gets some kind of royalties and he'll do the commercials and all that. Um, so I... Even if he wins, I could see him maybe stepping down. But I, I think he's had his run, and and then you look at who's on the undercard. Yeah, Sean O'Malley. Oh, oh. Sean O'Malley is probably one of the the most exciting fighters to watch. I mean, not only with his his hairstyles and his colors. His, I mean, his fighting style. He's a he's a very tall, lanky lanky guy. He's got a hell of a reach. You look at him and you think he should be in the streets of L.A. Uh, <laughs> rapping beside Snoop Dogg. He, um, he does look like Snoop Dogg. Not in the, not in the ring, and he's from like Wyoming, which is yeah. which is another thing. Uh, very interesting to, uh, Instagram follow. Likes to smoke the marijuana. Smoke the marijuana. Oh yeah, he's he's pretty good. Uh, pretty good follow. Pretty entertaining. But um, <laughs> this fight, if it goes more than a minute, I'd be shocked. He's favored minus eight hundred. Wow. <laughs> The guy he's fighting doesn't even have a picture. <laughs> oh, did didn't somebody had didn't didn't somebody have to back out? I, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I seen the card today and um, 
it was like someone just created a Facebook profile. So it just says like the OCs issue that they have with the uh, Facebook user. Yeah, yeah, user, uh, yeah. That's the picture that that he's fighting. But uh, uh, but it it should be a good it should be a good fight. I mean, even the the, uh, the prelims are looking pretty good, and it'll be. It'll be in Vegas where they're going to have fans. Yeah. I would assume they're going to have fans. It was that was fun to watch when they were in Jacksonville, when they had a crowded house. Just you realize how much you missed that crowd noise. I don't know, a man. Big punch. I really missed that. Just the big punch and the hear that the crowd. Big, I, I missed that big slap of the slap slap of the glove on a head or something. Or the one good or a thing. Kick the to, one kick good, to the thigh. I, the, I missed that. The one good thing with no fans when there was a connection made. Everybody, uh, you felt you, it. You felt it. it Whereas when there's a crowd, uh, when there's a connection made, you can hear the that roar of the crowd, which oh, is, yeah. which is always fun. So on the last note here, before we uh, before we call it a close, um, I I do want to say um, Trevor Lawrence signed his rookie deal, five years, thirty six point eight million. That is not a lot of money for a number one pick. I worry that. Um, it was oh gosh, what was his name? It was Sam. Sam. Uh, he he was from Oklahoma. He's not in the league not, anymore. Yeah, he was the Sam number Bradford. one. Sam Bradford. When he signed his rookie deal, was like sixty-five million or something like that. And then I think he was one of the last years that they actually said, "Ah, we we need to um we need to put a cap on these, <laughs> yeah. these rookie deals because Bradford just never amounted to anything in, no, in, in the, the NFL." Know, he ended up going and playing for Minnesota and still and got paid in Minnesota. Yeah. I yeah, mean he went to the Rams. Right. Yeah. Right. So but yeah, I mean thirty eight million, what twenty five of it was guaranteed with a yeah. signing bonus. He's got a fifth year option. I he's gonna make He'll make more money in endorsements. endorsements. Yeah. yeah, I mean the guy can probably go sell shampoo with that. That's just say he's going to have cleats. He's going to have you know his own uh, sportswear. He'll probably he's going to have his own. He'll probably his own suave. Yeah, uh, he's going to have hair. his own um, hair care products and and uh, <laughs> uh, coming to your nearest uh, Sola Salon Suite. There you uh, go. Is Trevor the new uh, Brazilian blowout straightener? Uh, the fact that you know all that shit. Remember, is- I was. No, I was married to a hairstylist, I unfortunately, you. and I hear you. So, but yeah, at it, thirty-eight million, yeah, he it'll be in the uh, hundred million range before yeah. you know it. Well, cool. Yeah, we're up against it, uh, but I do want to say I'm 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 happy to be back. I'm glad to be back. Yes, um, it's it's definitely fun being behind the mic and um, so and being able to um, you know. Is that the dog that Clyde goes after all the time? No, it is not. Oh, okay. This might be a new one walking by. I don't know. I've never seen that one. But it it it, it is definitely fun sitting in here and and talking sports and shooting the shit and 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 you know seeing everybody chiming in. Jay Green, I see he's in there. So thank you guys for for watching and whoever whoever chimes in here uh, on the rebroadcast when we post it, uh, we yeah. do appreciate it and look forward to doing the next one. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, next week we'll, uh, we'll work on something and, uh, it kind of sucks this weekend. Uh, we were asked to come out to, uh, uh, sandwich of Palooza again, but I'm, like I said, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be out and about. However, no, nah, I think cause that's, it's 11 o'clock. That's an hour drive. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, for a three and a five o'clock game. Yeah, on I've seen Saturday. Jay Ralph. Uh, yeah, he was really hat in the mix. We missed the last one too. Yeah, but we'll we'll get into that. We need to have him out to the show for sure. I <laughs> got a got a got a note from Hasterman Uh-oh. here. Says uh, I have a great face for radio. Thanks, John. I appreciate that. You really know how to uh, how to t- I, how to tug the old heartstrings. I forgot to tell you, I ran into old Hesty. I mean, how the fuck could you not miss him? <laughs> Walking out of the bushes, I seen looked like Manu Bowl was about to walk in. I'm like, oh shit! I think I hit his like his chest with my head. I'm like, oh, the bean pole. <laughs> was he going to pick up a thirty pack of hams? I, it probably was on his shopping list. He yeah, was, thirty he, pack he was, of ham. He was getting his uh, uh, barbecue essentials. <laughs> he, he was making the the Hesty burgers, which is uh, like two patties. Uh, Bacon, something else, a bratwurst, cheese. Oh. I mean, it's it, it definitely raises your points on the cholesterol scale. My heart just palpitated. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, on that note, uh, everybody, I want you guys to have a great weekend. Be yep. safe, be well, stay away from fireworks and everything like that. And uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll chat with you later. Peace out. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at SpeakEasy 330. You can catch us every week at ilogicmedia.com, Apple, and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at EasySpeakCast for the latest and up-to-date news. Cheers.